It's interesting. Is it, you just, it just sound like James, don't mind me saying, you just mm. sound like a rebel at heart, mate. Which, mm. which must be an absolute nightmare. It's horrible in that sport. Brain ache for just, yeah, I mean, people in sport, but again, I think particularly yeah. from just a British athletics thing, and I, you know, I've, I've got no kind yeah. of vested interest in them or whatsoever. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, know yeah. how the things work. I've never got to a level in this sport <laughs> where I've, you know, had to, you know, have those kind of conversations. Mm. But how it all <laughs> seems to, what, what you do see and what you do hear on the odd occasion mm. where like news is released or, you know, mm certain athletes have all of a sudden their names dropped off a development program mm. funding on like power tell and stuff yeah <laughs> and then you look you look at them as a person sometimes you like yeah ah, i get it i yeah. know right? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah if you don't conform it's it's going to be hard work for you in that sport man in mm. in 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 british athletics man <laughs> like even to the point there's been mad stories i remember there was a thing ages ago with me and james DeSolo, and he's cool i like him a lot actually he's a good he's a good guy but we had a bit of a it was just just track beef weren't, weren't no beef really mm. it's just track ball rubbish and at the time I was at Loughborough and he was at Loughborough but he was like the guy at the time mm. I remember some nonsense happened between us anyway it got sorted out but then that, later on that year this is how against me I feel they were yeah right because if I'd say anything I'd get in trouble for it which was just honest and real mm. but then some article come out in I can't remember what paper it was some idiot journalist he's sacked now good but he said something about I put James Osorio in the headlock at a competition right and it was a total lie mm. and I was like huh so I rang at the time the performance director um, who's no longer with us um, and I said to him like what are you going to do about this man because like, I, I, I just like I did I, I replied on, <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> Don't talk. And then he, I got an email from him saying, you can't reply. So I said, but you're not defending me. Some lies coming out in the papers and you're not saying nothing about it. Mm. So I have to defend myself. So I can't remember why I went off on this tangent, but yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just, again, just, it just fascinates me, you know, that again, particularly when you've got like a GB vest on your back, mm. you know, you're representing your country, the bare minimum. It feels like just, just again, being completely ignorant to the mm. fact the bare minimum could just be a statement, mm. just something. Yeah, yeah, nonsense, man. They wanted me out, man. I'll, just, I'll say it straight. I reckon they wanted me out, man. I just think I was... I shouldn't... I'm not a headache at all. Mm. But for them, I was headache because I didn't comply with what I thought was rubbish. And when things happened, I'd speak out about it and... That's the last thing they wanted me to do, speak out about it. So, yeah. It's just a shame, really, because, again, I think that the athletes and the sportsmen and women mm. who, like, I just, like, you know, just love to bits or are great to watch mm. are those individuals that are not rude. They're not horrible or rude. It's yeah. just something that's like, no. It's just that, yeah, no, that's rubbish. Mm. And that's that. It's like, um, what is it, Nick Kyrgios, the uh, Australian tennis player. Fantastic. Yeah. Great guy. Just think he's simply brilliant because yeah. it's just... yeah. This is crap. You're annoying me. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's straight. You gotta be straight, man. Yeah. And people. The thing is, yeah. If you're if you're a straight person, other straight people, like good people in their heads and minds, hearts, whatever, they'll respect it and then they like it. Mm. So when I'm when I'm kind of like honest about stuff, without being horrible or anything like that, the people that don't take to it. Well, I know what kind of person you are then. Mm. I'm like, I don't care anyway. <laughs> I don't care. All the good people, that what I perceive as good people like me. And then the other side won't. Simple. Mm. 
what's I know we've kind of touched on things already, but I always like to mm. kind of ask my guests, particularly with the you know stories that they've had and gone through, because mm. again, trying to just get you out of this box of being that individual that that happened to. Mm. What what do you see like future-wise for, for for yourself now? Because uh, well, it will either be some sort of high-level coaching. Mm. Not enough high-level coaching in this country, mm. um, but other sports as well. Um, uh, and probably getting into talk, speaking. Mm. Um, some of the events I do, I get. I'm nervous for them because that's not really my thing. But then somehow they always, at the end, everyone's always clapping and coming over and saying it was good. And I'm thinking, huh? Mm. I'm not. <laughs> I feel like a fraud. I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. But again, maybe that just comes from me just speaking genuinely. Do you know what mm. I mean? So I think it's gonna be around those roots. Um, and other than that, I don't know, to be honest. Like, I'm looking forward to just, probably just becoming a hippie in the future, man. Like, <laughs> if I'm being really honest, like just sitting back and, yeah, yeah. chilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Was just, does, does that, I mean, just for yourself, did, did you have like, were you reg prior to the crash? Was life quite regimented for you? Um, just in, just that athlete only game. only around af being af yeah only around being an athlete I went I was never super super kind of um, stuck in my ways or super regimented like, I still kind of like 2016 season like, I tried it a few couple of years back when I'd done the diet thing when I was just eating minimum carbs I was only drinking water mm. um <sighs> weren't using any like products with soy in it. I was doing everything just to, you know what I'm saying? Then I, I was, yeah, I was in shape. I was ripped and all the rest of it. Um, but then it's that versus your psychological happiness. Yeah. And 2016, I just had a balance, man. I was, if I went, I was drinking a couple of glasses of red wine a week. Yeah. I ate what I wanted within reason. I ain't got a bad diet anyway. I ate a balanced diet. I was just happy. Mm. And everything just started happening. Mm. I trained hard. But there were still more things that I could have done. Like, there was still like, you see athletes that stay at the track and do everything. Like, there were still bits I could have done, but I think because my mind was in the right place as well, it just, it was a recipe for track success. So um, I think that's important. I think people get lost um, in this sport. Like, they think it's the be all and end all. And then, like you said, they're so regimented that they're unhappy. And actually that will, that's going to be a bigger detriment to your performance mm. than slightly not doing everything and actually being happy. Mm. And was, was that always the case for your athletics or was that just that one year, 2016, where we, you focused on you and your happiness rather than... Yeah, no, it was, it, was probably, it was probably that year. I think the years from 2012 until 2015, it was, it was wicked because I was training in Loughborough. We were a good, great coach. And um, we was doing everything by the book, like diet and all the rest of it but I was happy because I was around good people as well mm. so it worked because I weren't it weren't a detriment to my kind of social well-being 2015 I had a bad season and I, I, 2015 I, I was actually focused and I didn't want to do this and, da -da -da. and it was a poor season so then coming out of 2015 I was like nah whatever man watch I'm just going to be happy and I changed to the 100 mm. and that kind of that was one of my motivations because they tried to cut my funding in 2015 and I had a frank conversation with Neil Black and Stephen Maguire at the time 
and I told them what, what I think of them and what I think of their decision. And I didn't care. I stood by it and I said, all right, I'll watch next year. I'm going to do the 100 metres and you're going to see what happens. Mm. And they thought I was just chatting rubbish. Mm. And I come out and I punish some people, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. But just, again, just what I've asked, um, I did ask Dwayne this as well and yeah. I do want to ask you, it, see, it feels like that once you get to quite a significant level in any sport, that childhood dream of mm. getting there, you achieve it. Mm. And I, I don't want to put numbers in your mouth, so again, yeah. just you know, change it as we go through. But it feels like maybe a few months, you're like, shit, I'm here. It's, it's done. Like, you know, I'm, I'm happy now. And then it almost feels as if then that, what comes with that, you know, again, the mm. responsibility of having to be like a role model and things like that that you didn't sign up for. Yeah. You're, just, you're just turning up to this thing that you yeah. enjoy and you've loved as a kid. And yeah. that's all you want. Yeah. And then everything else starts to come along with it. Yeah. How, how did you kind of feel having to all of a sudden, well, I guess actually you probably didn't, didn't. buy into it at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's okay. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I didn't. So how, when it was kind of brought to you to say, right, James, now you're doing this. Yeah all of these lovely young children that you're a role model for and yeah. everything else and you know, this sport and what yeah. it means. How did you just feel just that being put on your plate all of a sudden now that you're... Yeah, I just didn't feel anything. <laughs> uh, lucky enough, I, I, when it comes to like, children and being a role model, mm. like, I'm not stupid. Like, I'm around kids and I, like, I love kids, number one. Mm. And I, I worked with kids, so that was never a minefield for me. I was just be like, yeah, cool. I talk to kids and mm. see them at competitions and take photos and the rest of it. And fans as well sign autographs and be polite because that's just me in general. Mm. So that never was, that was never something I had to think about because that's how I am anyway. Yeah. I was, if someone talks to me, I talk to them. <laughs> um, but the stuff that was put on the plate, like you said, like, which I wasn't expecting, I'm just running, is just the, probably just the internal crap. Just mm. the, like, or not replying to someone on social media because they're taking a piss. I don't care. You can't say that. I'm like, yes, I can. They yeah. talk shit to me, so I talk shit yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but obviously, there's certain things. Like in the Olympics 2012, mm. so, someone was, because I ran crap anyway, I ran crap in it. But I just kind of got into it. I didn't really, uh, I just went, oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm on there. And then uh, the media, <laughs> there was some idiot. My mum my mum gets all passionate. I'm like, listen, just stay out of the athletics competitions because like, don't say nothing online. Because if someone says something to you, you're my mum, and I'm going to take it personally. So just close your mouth. And she's like, oh, no, but some guy must have been talking shit about me on Twitter saying, oh, because I got winged out and I was slow and that, yeah? Which I don't care about. You can say whatever. But then my mum's replying and said, oh, da -da -da, some crap. And then he's, oh, you must be James's mum then. Da -da -da. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I've seen this. So I'm like, all right. Cause he said he was in Westfield. This is during the it was next to Westfield. <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. Did you go? Yeah. I said, I'm leaving my I'm leaving the village now. Meet me in Westfield now. Yeah. But I'm kind of still not really understanding Twitter. I didn't realise the whole world sees this, yeah. So I'm like, right, dickhead. So I said, I'll be with and I'll be in my GB kit so you won't miss me. <laughs> Mate, I was still a bit mad then. So I was thinking, right, I'm gonna go to Westfield in my GB kit during the Olympics and confront this idiot, yeah, which is just stupid, isn't it, at the time. And I had the media woman, James. What's going on? There's thing on Twitter, like you're saying you're going to meet some guy to fight. I said, huh? <laughs> What's the problem? Oh my God. Anyway, I was like, ah, oh, 
yeah, man, whatever. And I just told him, don't get involved. I went there still. I said, Did you? Yeah, I said, I'm outside Zara or whatever it was. Come meet me, man. Yeah. He didn't turn up. Of course but I was like, yeah, clown. So I, just because I'm an athlete, yeah, mm. I don't consider myself anything like in terms of any sort mm. of celebrity mm. at all. Mm. If anything, my mind's still just how I was in Lewisham. Mm. So even, even now, like, because that is genuinely how my mind is and I don't think I'm anything. I, I, know, I'm a, I know I was a good athlete mm. and I know I get recognised for being a good athlete, which is lovely and I appreciate that. But sometimes I, I still catch myself because obviously how I've grown up. I'll be walking down Oxford Street, some dude will be staring like, and I'll, like what? Mm. Oh, you're the athlete. I'll be, oh, yeah, 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 cool, man. Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking... Rah, what was he trying to beef me or something? Yeah, like, yeah. So it's, it's, I still have to think sometimes. Yeah. But you can't, I mean, again, just the environment, uh, you know, not obviously <laughs> picking apart your childhood, but mm. just Lewisham as an area, you're going to yeah. have that well, of course, switch on. You have to. You have viable, to, right? yeah, yeah, because you're walking around and then when you're getting screwed back, it's not because you're an athlete, it's because, right, <laughs> him, right, him, right, we're, we're going to try to rob him or is he yeah, from yeah, this yeah. part? So I'm thinking, rah, yeah. and that's hard to drop that. So sometimes I still. <laughs> Uh, forget, come on James you're an athlete yeah. oh yeah, yeah that's why the man's standing there looking at me funny yeah, yeah. Like, okay cool but I mean what athlete uh, you know again James the athlete has been what 14 years of your life maybe longer than yeah. that, that yeah. yeah and then the rest of it has been yeah. James the individual who needs to stay safe in exactly exactly there you go so it's uh, yeah it's, it's, it's balancing that slowly <laughs> slowly just out of, again this is not just a, a jibe but British mm. athletics I guess this is just you asking you as a sportsman yeah. yourself and just being in this like this kind of environment away from that situation because again it's very much like I, I guess almost like musicians and rappers right like as they maybe come from those mm. kind of really low poverty like areas mm. that are full of like, obviously not full of violence yeah, well, it's crime, like some of them full of violence and, yeah, and crime yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. and then they shoot up into <coughs> this like just area that is just completely different mm. Do, do you think that maybe just like sport and federations like just need to just do a bit more to just be culturally aware? Yeah, they do. Of just the individuals that are coming into their sport and performing. One hundred percent, they do. Because you got as well, you got especially in something like athletics, you get so much yeah. talent from um, underprivileged uh, environments and areas. Mm. And like you said, they're coming from a different culture. Suddenly, you're in this kind of middle-class environment, which I'm not saying is a bad thing at all, but. Mm. Like you gotta understand where people are coming from, man. Like you can't just impose your will of how you should behave. Obviously if you're acting like an idiot and doing anything, mm. yeah, cool, whatever. But mm. there's a certain ways some people carry themselves and it's not down to it's not because they're being rude or whatever. It's mm. sometimes it's because they're guarded. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, so yeah, you, I definitely think they need to they need to learn a bit more. Um and not just kind of put this whole blueprint of, right, this is how it is, and you've got to fit into this. You've got to kind of, yeah, you've got to understand people, man. Try to, at least try to understand people anyway. Mm -hmm. It's quite, it's, yeah, because I, I just think, again, from, it almost feels as if maybe like the sporting backgrounds and mm. that kind of behaviour that they mm. ask you to atone into is like asking you to really look into the different 50 shades of grey, maybe yeah. a better way of putting it. Yeah. Whereas and I think from the environment that, yeah. from it's just like no it's either this or it's this yeah. if it's anything in between you, I, I guess for me usually if it was anything in between I'm staying away from it because yeah. I don't know and yeah. if I don't know that's usually a bad thing yeah well this, well, this is the thing actually I, I don't even think it was the problem of it wasn't even a problem of the way I was in there 
I think it was the, the problem was the way they were, mm. which caused the problem because they do stuff that I didn't agree with, and I'd be like, right, is this what you are doing? Like, mm. for example, um, old, I don't know if you're Sue or not, so I'm not gonna say his name, but I used to call him Santa Claus, yeah. And anyone in sport knows who I'm talking about, and he used to manage the relay, mm. right? So that, that's a big indication. Mm. He, had, he had white hair, right? Anyway, going into 2016. Uh, this clown, he was, uh, I mean, going from 2015 as well, we had a couple of mess-ups in a relay. It was always down to him because what he was doing with some clown stuff, like, for example, going in 2016, he was such a coward and scared of all the athletes and wanted to please all the athletes. He'd tell them, like, yeah, you're definitely in the team. You're in the, right, the team and going into the Olympics like this. So he was telling all the athletes, like probably about eight, nine of us, different combinations that they would be in the team, right? And he'd be sending them mixed messages. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Right, you're going to be in a team with da-da-da-da. Like, we're not all teammates and we don't talk. Yeah. So we'd be sitting there going, hold on, what? You spoke to him as well? Yeah. He t- oh, he told me I'm going to be in a team passing to him. So it calls this big rift now. Because mm. we're like, but I'd be the one who goes to him. Like, what are you, what saying, you, this? Yeah, what are you yeah. saying this stuff for, bro? Yeah. You're causing problems. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, I didn't. Well, you did because four people got it on their text message. Mm. What are you doing? Mm. Right, so... These things didn't sit right with me because from where I'm from, yeah, that's like some mad behavior. Mm. That's like, what is that? Mm. And because I would confront people on this stuff, that's, then there'd be a problem. I'm being difficult or I'm being causing trouble. He told the athletes I was a cancer to the team. And he thought, like, they're not, like, they're not gonna tell me. I'm like, that's your role, this, you're professional. Don't matter what you think of me because it's your behaviour anyway, but don't matter what you think, you're telling my teammates I'm a cancer to the team. What, because I'm standing up and calling you out for your nonsense. So it was, I'd say it was always their behaviour they need to check. I think actually <laughs> weren't even trying to go back on that, try, trying to learn other cultures. No, I think their culture is just, in general, bad. Even just from a, just from a preparation perspective, t- taking out people's emotions, mm. you know, you lot of in the team and having those mixed messages, for, mm. just from a single preparation perspective for a championship, mm. those mixed messages are probably the last thing you need. The last thing. I just, and, I, the thing, and, and you've got to remember, like, a, lot of, a lot of these people are supposed to be leaders, right? Because mm. you're leading, you're the head of a, whether you're the head of a relay program or the head performance coach, whatever. You're a leader, right? Now, if you've got any strong characters in your team you're supposed to be leading right and you're just showing all this weakness and we lose faith in you yeah mm-hmm. what do you think's going to happen it's going to fall apart mm-hmm. especially if you're doing that snaky behavior so you they'd have these people in these roles and i'm thinking you're just a coward like i can't like, i speak to you as well and you're, you're going red and looking down and I'm like, i can't even have a normal conversation with you bro. like what's going on mm-hmm. but then you want to call shots and then you want to sit there and oh yeah like i'm the get out of here yeah. man Sorry, I'm running. No, 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 you're fine. Don't, don't apologise. Mm. Again, you know, it's, uh, the, the, the sorry part of that is a frustration for me hearing you say it because it, it's like your experience, isn't it? Mm. Like that, that's just, just, it's just what you've been through and I think you're entitled to feel yeah. obviously the way you do about it. So, yeah, yeah but no, as I say, it's, it's, it's kind of been and gone and it's past now. Just looking over like your, your whole journey, James, because again something that I like to ask people particularly who are as you kind of alluded to maybe just past that peak or towards the end mm. of things you know to give or take this mm. year mm. when you look back on just what you've achieved you know being probably one of the what 0.1% that only ever get to this kind of standard in anything in life mm. do, are, are you going to look back on it 
with fondness, do you think? Or is there yeah, no, going to no. be mixed emotions? Or uh, I think it's going to be fondness, to be honest. Um, despite all those little ups and downs, I think it's going to be fondness. Like, you don't really appreciate certain things until it's a memory, isn't it? Mm. And like, you think, oh, I wish I could go back. That was sick. At the time, it didn't seem great and whatever, but... No, it'll be funness. Like all those little things that I'm just telling you about, that's <laughs> in real life that don't mean nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These are just little clowns in the sport that I had to deal with. But yeah, it'll be funness. It'll be looking back and missing teammates and competitions and training camps and all the rest of it. It'll be yeah. It's just a shame that the only thing I'd say I don't re I won't say I regret anything. I'm just saying it's a shame that that chunk of four or five years of what I think I would have done. Can't speak, you know, I'll never get that back, you know what I mean? So, is and again, if, if you don't want to answer, mm. it's not a problem. Have you got past that yet, or is you because I think you mentioned earlier, yeah. there's going to be bits obviously that we've just put on the back burner for the bit just because yeah. it's not worth kind of acknowledging yeah. yet. But as a whole, is, is that still something that do you think that's going to be the next challenge for James Ellington? Do you think getting, over, it, getting over that missed four or five years? Yeah, yeah, yeah pro probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still kind of. Yeah, of course, of course. It's because it's, it's something that I was gearing towards for my whole career. Mm. So for it to be there, taken away, and I'm like, oh, man, like, I, yeah, it's still. I still think about it. I still think, cool. if I if I had if, if I was able to just, you know what I mean, but mm. at the same time, we've got to move forward. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that you have not been asked that you wish someone? <laughs> would have done or had given you the opportunity to kind of verbalise, express up to this point because again it's been so coming into having this conversation with mm. you I've found it I've, as I say I've wanted to just break you away from mm. all the kind of shit and barriers well, not barriers but you know boxes that mm. you've been put in has there ever been something that where you just like, oh, I wish I could just just say or just be asked to respond to or do is no, most of the stuff I went to say, I've said it uh, at some point in my career, but I don't know, I just, I, I don't know, I'm, like, I'm an open book, I always say to people, ask me whatever, you, like, it's like there's a lot of things that people want to ask athletes, but it's, they're kind of like tentative to yeah. ask them, so I'd probably say the main one is probably drugs, yeah. which I'll speak about that openly, I don't care. Um, what else? I don't know, that's probably the main thing. I think a lot of people when I speak to people they kind of want to ask certain things and they don't ask it and I'm like just just ask it man like, that's never been a problem for you yeah. as an athlete though is it Drug no never never ever yeah yeah never never what about then okay let, let's, let's just go swing for the fence then. What, then what is it or how are you kind of towards the individuals or how does it impact you when you find out maybe either someone you've competed against mm. obviously you've missed out on because someone's been a sausage and gone mm. and done it yeah you know or just be someone maybe being in the camp yeah the team when you're like uh i mean for me anyone that i've believed that i've raced against that have ever been on or been caught for it um to be honest i'll just kind of push that to the side because number one i can't control what they do mm. Number two, I know what I do, and that's be clean, honest and clean living. Mm. Um, so I always be able to look back at myself and know that everything that I've done or achieved in the sport has been clean. from natural and clean. You know what I mean? So it doesn't. It's weird because, like for example, Justin Gatlin, everyone 
makes him the prior and use him as a scapegoat. But I, and everyone, and it's funny because like because of that, everyone sticks away. Oh, I always stick up for him, man. Not not with the drugs. I mm. I, agree, I agree. Yeah, man's teeth hard. Mm. But as a person, he's cool, man. Mm. Like, I speak to him all the time. And what I'm gonna, I, what what you're what you've done in the past, I don't agree with, obviously. Mm. But as a person, he's cool, and he. he him, his thing don't affect me. Mm. It don't affect me. I know you're like you say, you have a massive wide and knock on effect and everyone else, yeah, of course. But then, well, there's many before him. Yeah. And there's many whilst he's doing it that don't get mentioned because <laughs> whatever, mm. right? So, yeah, I don't agree with it. Um, if it's something that affects me though, like somebody, like if I was in a relay team and mm. somebody done it, then it'd be a big problem. And so, yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is, man. Can I, can I ask the question as well, just again, for, from it being from actually an athletics perspective, mm. from, I guess, a, f a funding issue as well, because yeah. I, I asked this with Dwayne as well. I did ask him that if, if athletes within, you know, track and field athletes had the financial backing that footballers had, mm. would that then stop them being more susceptible to doing it? And he said, you know, the more that you get, you'll just want more afterwards, mm. which I think is fair enough. Mm. So what I guess I want to ask you is that the individuals that you know of and we, we all know of that you mm. know have been put out in the news and stuff like that have done it. Mm. Is that has there ever been an element of you again just based on how the funding structure works and you know you've been in the situation where you've not had the funding? Mm. Is there ever been a part of you where it's like Do you know what I kind of get it because of that? Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, I, I, it's, yeah, it's hard one. I. I, I I understand and get it from certain people's point of view because they're like, well, you know what, I'm going to do this and I need to make myself as fast as possible and get as much money as I can, whatever. Or I'm not on funding, so I'm just going to take drugs because they're not going to test me and get to the top. I understand what they're saying, but that's for that individual. For me, me personally, I could never do it just because I look myself in the mirror and know that I'm a cheater. Mm. If it ever came out as well, I'd just be... I'd just be so embarrassed because mm. do you know what I'm saying like for me like listen it's all good you play a part for everyone else in society yeah? but if you can't live with yourself mm. for something that's going to that's going to eat you up mate so I couldn't do it personally I understand why some people do it mm. I understand the reasoning behind it but for me I'm, nah, I'm not on that man okay. yeah cool I think I think we'll park it there. Mm. But f thank you so much for sitting down with me today. I do appreciate you for doing that, James. Because um, no, no yeah, problem. you could have just told me to do one. Yeah, no problem. Like I said, I'm responding. It. Yeah. <laughs> if I can help, I'll help. No, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me, man.